Hi, everybody. <laughs> Round two. We were uh, given some data that our previous one did not record. Something happened with the audio, so. Which is really sad because it was great. We thought it was really good. It probably <laughs> was going to be the best podcast in the history of the world that mm-hmm. no one will ever listen to. So, good luck proving <laughs> us wrong. Um, all right. So, what we did talk about was how uh, teachers can teachers go through a predictable. Uh, set of attitudes over the course of a calendar year and um, how we can use that uh, knowledge or just information to help us move through these attitudes uh, or emotions as we go through the school year. And it's a cycle. It happens every year. Uh, For every teacher, obviously, it's a little different Um, as far as how high the highs are and how low the valleys are how long each one lasts but they go through the same general um, pattern year after year after year and I think knowing that it's this pattern and knowing kind of where we're at and where we're headed can give you a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel um, and help you know that you're not alone that everybody's kind of going through these same stages maybe not in exactly the same moment but we're all we're all dealing with it similarly and i think the hard thing is that this year the harder parts feel bigger and i think the the joy and the the peaks of what we get excited about feel muted in a way um and i don't know i think there's a lot of layers for why that's happening but i think that's definitely what i'm feeling in the classroom is that those moments of joy are are smaller i like i like how you said that muted like there's there's still joyous things happening they're just like we're so tired we're so overwhelmed or we're so whatever that Mm -hmm. it's almost hard to see just how awesome that is but the lows like those are front and center like oh my gosh And an author that I like said something in a book recently that I read that uh, failure is loud and success is quiet. And I think that Mm. totally fits. (laughs) And sometimes success, we have to really look for it and it feels harder to find. And it's there. It's just, it's easy to look at all the trouble. We're not not programmed to look at success. Yeah. We're programmed to look at things that are not going the way we need them to go. Yeah. Um, All right. And I forgot last time and I forgot this time that our thumbnail is a graph of what a candy and I are looking at to talk through this so um, if you're listening to it on your computer you can click the thumbnail open make it a little bit bigger and that's that's the graph that we're using if you're driving or whatever you can look at it later Um, but the thumbnail is the picture of the attitude cycle that we are going to be discussing and teachers go through so uh, we'll just start at the beginning of the school year in August and uh, the attitude or emotion that uh, teachers are having some level with is anticipation and of course it's the beginning of the school year and we're uh, excited and we have all these things that we've planned uh, or we're excited to try this other thing that we did last year again because it was so awesome we're just really thinking high about everything our, our group of kids is gonna be great um, can't wait to see the new group of kids um, and we have a lot of anticipation. 
I think too, Jason and I talk about like August energy versus May energy or January energy. And I think what's unique about August energy too is um, we're rested. <laughs> we're coming yeah. off summer yeah. where like we've been filling our cup and doing our hobbies and seeing our friends. I have this one friend who always used to joke like we're summer friends because we don't see each other in the school year. We just can't <laughs> figure out how to make time for it. Um, and so I think that does positive things for us. And so it brings us to this like hopeful place starting the year. Um, and then <laughs> I'm going to be, it's going to be different. I'm going to do this, this, and this yeah. better, but you know, and all those things, just like we said. And then as we move through it, we feel like the honeymoon period has either come to an end or is ending and things got real and things are starting to pile up. The kids have turned in, they all of a sudden are turning in work. Um, emails are flying. Uh, we're not as far out planned as we wanted to be. And we come into survival mode. Yeah. And I think for me, <laughs> this one and the next one a little bit kind of go together. I get very worn out of like, I don't like reminding kids this is how we do the attention getter. Or I don't like reminding kids, no, we can't have a snack right now. Or no, we're not going to do this. Like... All those things that are bugging me, I'm like sick of holding them accountable for. Yeah. And I think this year too, it's like all Even caps, worse. survival, bold, yeah. underline. Like it's just like, hard. We thought things were going to, you know, go back to quote normal. And they did not. The only thing that's normal is that there's full classrooms. Yeah. Other than that, uh, things are things are crazy. Uh, we can be prepared for some things and we're not prepared for others and it it snowballs and before you know it um it's the middle of october and we're solidly in our survival mode like i gotta get to thanksgiving break yeah i just gotta make it to the next weekend <laughs> yeah. um whatever it is so that happens for a little while and then we start to get to the end of october solidly into november the sun stops coming up before we get to work it's down before we leave <laughs> um and we fall into our our um, deepest, uh, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know, the deepest valley of the school year, and it's, tra it's traditionally called disillusionment. I think, too, like, there's no breaks in October. There's conferences. There's things that make October hard. Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Candy. Yep. So it just... Halloween's great. Feels like... <laughs> liar <laughs> eight months of october eight months of october <laughs> but then november and december are shorter but i feel like we forget that that's the other thing i think is teachers forget um the the difficulty with management that's the the reality of managing 30 or 40 kids at mm -hmm. a time the reality of the neediness of kids i think that's going back to anticipation in August, like we've forgotten all of that. And so we're just hopeful, like it's a new group. It's a clean slate. It's going to mm -hmm. be awesome. And then it's like, ah, but no, there's still 11 or 12 and uh, it's, like, it's exhausting. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's so hard. And, uh, along with the like disillusionment, like, well, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And will this ever end? Like, I was anticipating, and I, I thought things were getting better when I was, like, trying to survive. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
they better get somebody else in here. I'm not doing <laughs> such a good job. Mm. Or um, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. This is really tough. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's the doldrums. There's, there's a word I was looking for. The doldrums is tough. November and December, thank goodness they're shorter. Yeah. Because, oh, my goodness, they would be... Teachers you know, might disappear. <laughs> they, might, they might disappear and stop showing back up. So, cool. We're, so we're in this disillusionment period towards the end of second quarter. Um, it's, it depends. It's still going on in January. Like I said, the sun, don't underestimate the sun. It, it makes a difference when you can see it and... Uh, you know, you feel a little bit of warmth, get a little, little bit of vitamins. Um, but so we start to uh, travel back uphill when we get into this third quarter. And I don't mean uphill in a, in a negative way. I mean like back up into like the, out of the doldrums, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we start to feel, you know, this, the grass turns a little bit green, the sun starts coming out. We change the clocks back and now we can see the sun again, there's flowers on the trees and we, we come to this next attitude of rejuvenation. Yeah, and I think we're rested again, right? Like in December, we get time off and we get to be with our families and we get to do more of what we choose to do versus like feeling all those things we have to do. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said for that, like making time for you in your week so that you don't have to wait till February to feel rejuvenated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and taking care of yourself in that way. It didn't hit me before, but now that we're looking at it again, I see like rejuvenation and survival are on the same yeah. plane. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder if we could find a way to reframe survival as like rejuvenation <laughs> into, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to work on that. <laughs> um, another thing I think that helps rejuvenation too is we begin to harvest the fruit yeah. of which we plowed so hard and had to had to tend to um, for so long. And it really was, you know, it could break somebody down like, oh, this is never going to get better. And then it does. They, they're no longer old fifth graders. They are solidly sixth graders, or they're no longer old seventh graders. They're solidly eighth graders and moving on to this more, not mature, but more mature version of a freshman that's going to that's gonna start high school in a few months. Um, and so you start to harvest that fruit, and it feels better. Like, you're like, oh, the, what I was saying was getting through. And they can do these things, and, and, I'm, and it's just it's working, I guess. Yeah, I think the, the metaphor of fruit is really good because in that survival mode and the beginning of disillusionment, you really are planting seeds that need time to grow and repetitions to grow and and, and just time under the earth <laughs> to get to where they need to be. But then you do, you get to see that blossom of what you've worked so hard on. And I think that it like is a symbol of hope again that lets you feel rejuvenated, feel like, okay, all that hard work in the doldrums was for something. Yeah. It wasn't all just for not, or me ramming my head in the wall because I've said the same thing eight times. <laughs> yeah. And if you happen to be a seventh or eighth grade uh, teacher or someone who works with six, sorry, sixth or seventh grade teacher or someone who works with uh, that group of students, like it's not going to be every student who starts, you right. know, 
you know, blooming at this time and, and thriving. So some of them won't. They'll take a little longer. And luckily, if you teach that grade level, you get time to see that. Um, if an eighth grader, an eighth grade teacher, and an eighth grader is a little bit later in that, they don't necessarily get to see that because they're off to a different school. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that also helps too, knowing that um, you know you're going to see these kids for another two or three years, two, one or two years. Um, cool. So then. We are uh, coming back from spring break, and we know a April's here, and we can see it. It's the home stretch. We can see it. It's already <laughs> fourth quarter. It's not like we still have to start fourth quarter. It's already fourth quarter. We could see the end. We probably have our big plan ready to go. We have to fit a couple of assemblies in there, maybe a field trip. Well, not this year, but field trips on a typical year. And we got to switch around a few things, but, but you're right. We can see the end. And we call that like reflection. Plus, I think that's a thoughtful time for teachers where it's like you're kind of thinking about how you want to start next year better. You want to reinforce these things at the beginning so you don't feel so stuck in that disillusionment time or like you really want to hit this skill more and you're um, open maybe more to ideas about your units and about your relationship building and all those sort of art of teaching side mm -hmm. where I don't think in other parts in the year we're as open to that or as like mindful and thoughtful about that it seems like it's in that April May time frame where we start to like yeah I, like, I, I myself like did that like I wrote a list like I got I'm gonna do this 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 over the summer mm -hmm. or I'm gonna do this this way next August um, and I would literally write a list for myself and uh, it helped me it helped me grow every year when I would I didn't like necessarily sit down and be like okay I'm gonna reflect on this school year here right. I go like, give me <laughs> 20 bullet points yeah <laughs> but just as things like came up like oh yeah I need to do that oh yeah and I didn't even really realize that I was doing it mm -hmm. necessarily but as I reflect now and talk about it now um, I, it was at the end of the school year. We're going to quickly run out of time. Which leads back to anticipation. So I think it just circles back to that excitement of heading into summer and getting to rest and be human again and then think about the new upcoming year one more time. And right into, <laughs> right into the beginning of the next school year. So, yes. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I hope that's helpful. We are. If you're feeling disillusioned, you're not alone. It's research based that this is happening and and we're gonna come out of it and rejuvenation's uh, on your horizon rejuvenation is on the horizon <laughs> it's coming so thanks for listening just a shade under 15 Woo! adios <laughs>